Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Welcome to Ho Yeah Podcast. We Matanye, Amy. We Matanye, Jackie. We Matanye, listeners and friends. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 9. Today we're talking about, you know, Peggy the Boggle Champ. Peggy, Peggy, Peggy. Peggy. (laughs) I'm so excited. I love this episode. Oh, it's so good. I can't wait to get into it. It's, it's, um... Of course, Peggy Heavy. Love it. Which we love. And uh, she is, oh my God, Peggy is all of us in this episode. She's a fucking champ. She's a fighter. She goes for it. I mean, it's a a rags to riches story, really. Truly, to quote uh, Sissy Cobb. Cobb. That motherfucking Sissy Cobb. I can't wait to talk about (laughs) Sissy Cobb. Yeah, right. But before we get into the episode, of course, we have some shout outs. Shout outs. Uh, yeah, we do. You know what? I, uh, Jackie, I don't know if you remember this, but a couple days ago, we were at about 98. We were at 98 reviews on iTunes, mm-hmm. which is incredible. I know. And I was feeling like, well, let's get to 100, baby. So I put it out there on Instagram. I said, you know, number 99 and number 100, we will be sure to give you a shout out. You can say anything you want. And actually, the two are really nice. Thank God. <laughs> I know. So many of you said that Jackie eats farts and that I'm a furry. So, Per your suggestion. True. I mean, <laughs> and I'm not arguing against it. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to start with number 99, Noelle. And the subject is just a bunch of exclamation points. So I'm assuming it's, ah! <laughs> so... <laughs> all right noelle here day 20 fan y'all are doing great thanks for putting my review on your podcast hopefully i'll do it again as your 99th or 100th reviewer 99th babe Mm -hmm. all i can say is that i feel for con living in california particularly in anaheim i wish i was kicked out of it (laughs) (laughs) but it can't beat my free disneyland tickets from time to time Yeah, that sounds awesome. And it's also the hometown of No Doubt. Also very That's cool. Right. Which I can't wait for you to get to the episode. Yeah, Kidney Girl and, uh, oh no, Kidney Boy and Hamster Girl. That's right. Uh, and then they say, Via Con Dios. Love it. Yes, thank you very much. Now the next one. The next one's by our good friend, Patty. <laughs> <It's> pa- <laughs> I'm sorry, I know I'm being overly familiar with you, Patrick. Mm-hmm. But it's because you have the same name as my brother and my dad. So I know. At last, you're you're basically family. The interview episode. <laughs> I feel like we. <laughs> it struck me how weird it might sound for us to just be like little Patty, little Patty, Patty, <laughs> hey little Patty. But it's the Patty King. <laughs> and if I was him or his wife, I'd be like, "What the fuck is wrong with these?" <laughs> but it's just because I, there's some kind of muscle memory to that name where we both know. Of course, Amy knows her brother, and I know her brother, and there's a, a familiarity there <laughs> with that name, definitely, <laughs> for sure. But anyway, and well, and also he put his name as 
the Arlen bystander, so he probably didn't even want us to, <laughs> <laughs> to say his name. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, the heading is two girls, one fruit pie. Gross. <laughs> Patrick. God. <laughs> oh, but the content is the best King of the Hill related content going. The girls do a great job of breaking down the episode in a humorous and introspective way while also maintaining a level of relatability. It's super fun and informative for everyone, whether you're a first time viewer of the show, shame on you, or an expert. They're still in season one, so no better time to follow than now. I agree with everything you said, Patrick. Oh, that was Thank so you. Nice. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it was the Arlen bystander. Thank you. That was mm-hmm. so nice. T A B. We can just start calling him Tab. Tab. Oh, Tabby. <laughs> <laughs> See, immediately goes into a little nickname. <laughs> uh, if your brother Patrick is listening to this, it's probably triggering him in a few different ways. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably like, "What do you need? Do you need me to PayPal you money or something? Why do you keep yelling Patrick. my name?" um and as always my shout outs are also coming from itunes so my first review comes from bortaint wv (laughs) and of course i picked it because it has taint in it and that's hilarious uh bortaint wv i wonder if that's west virginia or just initial Yeah. yeah right that's what that was my first thought but yeah i guess let us know bortaint and the subject says mm-hmm Yep, and it says, best dang old podcast, when my parents brought me home from the hospital due to being born. (laughs) (laughs) The first thing my dad did was he held me in the rocking chair and watched King of the Hill. Needless to say, I appreciate all the guffaws and jocularity. In conjunction with insightful analysis of this sentimental show. Uh, and this person goes on to say, Jackie eats farts and Amy is a furry. <laughs> <laughs> well played, 14. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and then it ends with, uh, keep it up, ladies. Ho yeah. And God bless Arlen, Texas. God bless Arlen, Texas. That's how you Indeed. do it. Uh, everyone was, take a, a good one. Take a cue from Bortaint. First of all, <laughs> the... <laughs> The review has taint in it. Um, It's complimenting us. uh, Impressive vocabulary, including jocularity. And Um, guffaw, which is like a nice little callback to that that one episode where Bobby goes to clown college. That's right. Well Mm -hmm. done, boar taint. Thank you. And um, also, how old are you if like you were being born and King of the Hill was like, well, I guess I mean it, you know, it's 20... It's a 20-year-old show, a little over 20 years, so are you, like, five? Are you a baby? (laughs) No. (laughs) You're a baby. (laughs) All right. Yeah, you must be a baby, because we're looking at someone being born in 97, at least, right? At least, at least. All right, baby. You're a baby. baby. Okay, and then my next shout-out is by Gape Mangione. (laughs) (laughs) uh extra well played gape oh god and the subject says this is a podcast (laughs) and the bot the body says this podcast helped me deal with the death the this podcast helped me deal with the death of actor hervé (laughs) villachet God, I when I realized Jackie that 
the name was Gape Mangione. <laughs> once again, I didn't catch it the first time. I was just like, what? Oh, what? And then, oh, that's actually really, that's a funny review. And then when I realized it was Gape <laughs> Mangione, I died. And I immediately sent it to Jackie. I was like, holy fuck, this is such a good review. <laughs> <laughs> and it took us it took us a minute to realize this is a quote from the show right yeah so we spent yeah we spent some time just looking <laughs> just looking up the actual death of actor Hervé Villachet which was very tragic and sad very sad and Amy finally was just like this must this must be a quote from the show and it sure enough it yes. was <laughs> but, but it got yeah, a little wonder- bit dark for a second it, it, it did, but uh, that comment helped us get over the realization that that actor killed himself, which was a bummer back in 93. Yeah. Total bummer. Yes. R.I.P. Hervé Villachet. However, that review was not a bummer. It was great. Yes. Thank you, Gape. <laughs> well done. <laughs> thank you, Gape and Tate. We appreciate your reviews. <laughs> ah. Okay. So, Amy. Oh. So, Jackie. So, Amy, are you ready to get into this week's episode? I've never been more ready in my entire life. Yes. All right. Air date. Mm. April 13th, 1997. (gasps) Guess what, y'all? We're in April now. April showers, baby. That's right. (laughs) You know it. All right. (laughs) Everyone bring an umbrella. It's April. (laughs) That was great. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Peggy the Boggle Champ. Here we go. Yes. Opening scene. Peggy, Mm. Min, Luann, and Nancy are playing Boggle in the Hill dining room. When Peggy easily beats her opponents, Nancy suggests that she sign up for the Boggle tournament at the Elks Club. Meanwhile, Hank, Dale, Bill, and Boomhauer are in the living room, and they are mesmerized by a commercial announcing the ninth annual Dallas Mower Expo. And I love this commercial because it's just, it just shows like a little man on a mower going across the screen, just mowing some grass. And in big giant letters, it just says, Sunday, 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 and Saturday, it's the ninth annual <laughs> Dallas Mower Expo. I, I love the part where they're just like, we have a shitload of oil paintings that we also have to sell. So can you please come get those? <laughs> I know, I, watched, I know, but yeah, I watched that commercial a few times, and you're just watching them watch it, and they're getting sweaty. They're so excited, and the commercial—they're hard like, as hell. Oh my god, they're they're pumped up, and the commercial's just talking about you know all the mowers you can see, and and King Mulch, which is just in like some monster truck arena, and it's just somebody throwing yes. wood into a giant wood chipper, King Mulch. <laughs> And then at the end of the commercial, it's just like, over 10,000 oil paintings must be sold. (laughs) What? Where did that come from? Um, Is that normal for mower shows? I assume not. But if it is, let us know. It reminds me of like, you know, being on a cruise. They have like that one, that one giant hallway when you're lost, drunk, walking around a cruise ship. And all of a sudden, sudden, you come down a hallway that's full of paintings that are for sale. And you're just like, where the fuck am I? I'm really drunk i'm stuck on the ship and they're trying to sell me this expensive ass art i don't know what i'm doing i i've only been on one cruise in my life but i never came across that hallway 
but did that I always do. Of course, always do. the one cruise I've been on was with Amy and our friend <laughs> Marina and our other friend Mary. And did you see an oil painting hallway on that ship? Absolutely. You did? Where the hell Absolutely. was I? Yes. I, uh, you know, I don't know where you I'm were. I'm sure I was hammered. Well, I, we, I mean, we were pretty much drunk that whole time. So I was probably wandering around by myself. I don't know what, probably <laughs> going back to the ice cream bar for the 18th time that night. So I don't know. <laughs> I feel like there was, um, there are hand sanitizers everywhere on cruise ships. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a soft serve machine next to every single one. Yeah. And apparently those hand sanitizer things don't work because I got the worst strep throat of my life. <laughs> of, oh. of my life. <sighs> it was an incredible experience. First of all, we get on the ship and they funnel you into a giant <laughs> buffet room where everyone like this like I lo- I love a buffet right. because just put all the food in front of me and let me have the food on my terms, you know? <laughs> I don't need courses and we're just going to town on this buffet and everyone else who's on the ship is also going to town on this buffet and I go to bed and I wake up the next morning and I go to Marina's room she's sharing it with Amy and I knock on the door and Amy answers it and I'm like where's Marina and I go into the room and Marina is in a dark corner of the room she is (laughs) she is basically quarantined herself and when I look close I realize she has fucking pink eyes it was disgusting (laughs) (laughs) and uh, in me first day first day and I'm like and then and then when you get sick, you have to go to the like the medical place on the ship. And uh, if you think like the hospital prices are bad, go to the medical place on a cruise ship and you will come back as broke as ever. So she has to go there and get some shit. But the whole time I'm like, ew, don't touch me. I get like pink eye really easy. Gross. And then towards the end of it, I've got strep throat from hell. Like, I mean, I mean, I couldn't even speak at one point, like because my tonsils were so big, they were touching, and I was about to vomit. It was. This is brutal. a ra- This is a tangent. <laughs> it's a tangent. I, that's one of the craziest things. Like I volunteer. I, I volunteered to take Marina to the medical room on the mm-hmm. ship, which of course is on the lowest level. Yes, <laughs> and it's just metal hallways. Everything's metal and pipes. And <laughs> don't touch it. It's like a million degrees. <laughs> I was like, I'll uh, I'll go with you, stopping at every hand sanitizing station on the way. <laughs> and we get down there, and in the waiting room are, like, 12 other people, all with pink eye. Disgusting. And I was like, there's no way I'm not getting pink eye. And somehow I didn't, but Amy's the one that got, like, the devil's strep throat. It was, it was crazy. so bad. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Good luck editing this one. I'm sorry, Jackie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oil paintings. That's how this started. That that is. (laughs) Never did find that oil painting hallway on the ship. I didn't, at least. But I did. Back to the story. So Peggy enters the Elks Club Boggle competition. And um, after easily breezing past the other players, she wins a coveted trophy. I mean, she is really peacocking during this competition it's I guess it's pretty small beans for her but she's you know at one point she's just like here are all the words I found I chose to only choose words specifically from Patsy Cline lyrics there's a, <laughs> like a sick kid from the hospital and she's just like guess what 
I'm going to find your name in the next boggle. And she like finds his full name. And I don't know, she's just, everyone's dazzled and she's a real boggle champion in this instant and she wins and um she wins and she gets to go to dallas to represent arlen in the state boggle championships it's very exciting it's a big deal it's a huge deal it's a big deal and hank downplays it oh yeah well um you know bobby and luann are just like wow you have this giant trophy this is so exciting and peggy's kind of downplaying it and she's like well it's just an honor to get to represent arlen in the boggle championship Mm -hmm. and um she gets to take a coach with her and she wants to take hank which why wouldn't she that's her husband she loves him right she asks hank to be her coach in the state championships and at first he doesn't seem that interested he even says something like what would i even do there but he eventually agrees to act as his wife's coach after he learns that it takes place in dallas and it's the very same weekend as that Mower Expo. Mm-hmm. So he sees an opportunity to do something that he likes, uh, but he seems to have no interest in actually supporting his wife on her boggle journey at all. He is really excited that he's going to get to go to the Mower Expo. So he runs outside and he brags to Bill and Boomhauer and Dale that he's going to the uh, Mower Expo. And he even tells them that the boggle tournament will keep Peggy busy while they all get to sneak off for some quote unquote real fun at the mower show to go look at mowers. <laughs> Which at first I was just like, real fun, a mower expo? How much fun could that be? But I guess I was trying to I was trying to think which is more boring, a mower expo or watching a boggle tournament. And I guess the watching boggle a boggle tournament, tournament. Yeah, I <laughs> sure. I, I that sounds boring as fuck. I'd rather go to a, a mower expo. I don't agree with Hank's choices right now, but I have to admit that a, a mower expo sounds much more exciting, especially that uh, King Mulch. King Mulch. I want to see that. I want to see people shovel mulch like crazy. Yeah, that sounds great. I, I'd like to see that. I want to see you know what kind of stuff they could mulch are they going to throw in just wood or you know are they going to throw in i don't know mannequins or you know old cars (laughs) who knows (laughs) i'm I'm interested yeah all right so they get ready to go to dallas peggy and hank say goodbye to bobby and luann but not before peggy gives them a brief warning just about being responsible and not throwing any parties while they're gone Mm -hmm. and then they head off to dallas but before they leave nancy comes out and gives Peggy a jacket from the Arlen Boggle Boosters. And it's it's sweet. It's this jacket that's covered in logos yeah. from different businesses all around Arlen. And, and all these businesses have sponsored Peggy to help her go to the championships. And it's it kind of has... Um, my first thought was, oh, it looks like a NASCAR car. It's covered in, you know, logos and patches and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But Peggy's very proud of it. And, you know, they're supporting her. It's really nice. It is nice. It's sweet. Yeah. Peggy and Hank get to Dallas. It even shows them passing the welcome to Dallas sign. And (laughs) as soon as they see it, Hank immediately (laughs) locks his car doors and rolls up the windows. (laughs) They pull into their hotel and it is just dazzling. The lobby area is huge. It has fountains with swans swimming in the fountains and elevators that go all the way up to the sky and (laughs) it's so exciting i love a good hotel these elevators go all the way up they go straight up to heaven 
And there's even a sign that says, welcome Texas Bogglers. They get in there and immediately some lady named Joan, who totally sounds like Reverend Stroop. Yep, definitely. Yep. First time hearing that Reverend Stroop oh, voice. Oh, yes. She's really strooping I, it up. And I, <laughs> and I looked it up. And of course, now I can't remember who the fuck it is. Sorry. <laughs> Cut that out. That doesn't mean it. That's nothing. That's, That's staying in. <laughs> and that cough (laughs) so some lady named Joan who sounds like Reverend Stroop walks up to Peggy and Hank and she's just like oh look everyone it's Peggy Hill bagel champ of Ireland Texas and (laughs) for whatever reason there's a crowd of people there who knows where the hell they came from and they all start applauding (laughs) they're so excited here's it's Peggy Hill from Arlen, Texas. And Peggy blushes from all the attention. It's really sweet. It is cute. It's really cute. And uh, Joan gives Peggy a boggled championship tote bag. She has a, a coach t-shirt for Hank. It's bright pink and it says coach on the front. And um, and they give Peggy a boggle, what she calls a boggle lay, which is just instead of, um, you know, a necklace of flowers, it's just boggle uh, dice. I love it. Called. I want mm-hmm. one. Yeah, sure. And whatever. right before the scene ends, Joan's just like, come on, Peggy, I've got a Parker brother I want you to meet. <laughs> <laughs> Parker, the, the Parker brothers are there. It's crazy. This is a big fucking it's deal. B F D. <laughs> um, But I did, seeing Peggy in this outfit, I thought, hey, this is a great costume for Halloween, y'all. If Anyone wants to go, if anyone's trying to think of uh, King of the Hill costume, I mean, here we have Peggy Hill in her patches jacket with her boggle lay. And then if you want to couple it up, your partner, all he has to do is, or all they have to do is just wear a pink shirt that says coach, you know? Oh, how great is that? I'm doing that. Yep. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. Nobody else do it. I'm doing that. You're a fruit pie. <laughs> I'm not. I'm t- I saw a fruit pie at Publix today, and I'm like, how the fuck am I going to make that a costume? <laughs> you just need to get, like, some kind of big potato sack, and then, I don't know. Yeah, something. something. Like that. Anyway, uh, enter our Halloween costume, hashtag K-O-T Halloween. I'm doing it. Right? It's mine. Nobody take it. <laughs> anyway, I... I have to say, I find all of this very exciting. First of all, I kind of love going to hotels that have big lobbies. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things in the world is uh, a good continental breakfast, especially room service. I, I love room service. The best. Um, I love being barely dressed and having somebody bring oh, me food. It's the best one of ever. The best, one of my favorite things in the world is when you're at a hotel where you can just they have one of those menus you hang over the door and you check off everything that you want to arrive for breakfast and you put the exact time you want them to show up and you hang it on the outside of your door and like magic the next morning you wake up and your dream breakfast has arrived. I'll pay any amount of money. I know it's so worth it. It's the best. So I'm excited about (laughs) them staying at a hotel, but um, it just <laughs> being a part of this state boggle tournament seems so exciting. And if anyone's been in a boggle tournament or anything similar, please let us know what it's like. I mean, I imagine you must feel like a fucking rock star. I know. I also want to know if Dallas really is as terrible as Hank makes it sound. 
Because <laughs> we're definitely going there within the new year, so just so I, you I've know. I've heard good things about Dallas, but I guess I don't know. I know. So, yeah, let us know. Meanwhile, back in Arlen, despite their best intentions and their promise not to throw any parties, Bobby and Luann accidentally ruined the family coffee table, and this sets off a chain of events of them basically just destroying the house. So Bobby is watching TV and he doesn't use a coaster on the coffee table and it creates a little ring. Luann freaks out and they're like, holy shit, we have to fix this ring on the coffee table. So they get some varnish, but then they accidentally drip some varnish onto the carpet. So now they have to get a carpet cleaner, but then that leads to something else. I, I don't know. I think eventually there's a fire at some point. Short yeah. circuit. Yeah. Um, and so they're just freaking out, doing their best to just not destroy the house and they're failing in the process. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in Dallas, Peggy is introduced to... Sissy Cobb, Boggle Champion of Dallas for seven non-consecutive years. Fuck, that was one of my trivia I questions. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you gotta have to use your backup, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I love it when you talk spicy to I me. I can't wait till we get to trivia. I have some fuck you questions for sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mm, I can't wait. (laughs) All right. Sissy easily intimidates Peggy by criticizing her Arlen Boggle Boosters jacket. She's even, I think she starts calling her Patches because it's covered in patches. Uh, It's a real asshole move. Shortly before the tournament begins, Hank tells Peggy about the Mower Expo and Peggy makes an impassioned plea for Hank to not run off to the expo in her hour of need. And Hank reluctantly agrees to stay and act as her coach. But he doesn't want to, but he's doing it. When the tournament begins, Peggy gets off to a shaky start. Her first opponent is fucking Sissy Cobb. And Sissy just immediately starts off by intimidating Peggy. She's like borderline bullying her. Uh, it's that thing where Peggy walks up to the table. Everyone else is with their opponents and they're getting ready to start. And Peggy walks up to her table and across from her is just this giant brown leather swivel chair. And it's such a power move. You only see the back of this chair and then it swivels around and it's sissy Cobbs. And she's like, well, hello, Patches, you know making fun of Peggy's jacket again. Um, mm-hmm. Peggy's nerves get the best of her. We've all been there. It really goes it, yeah. it really goes to show how much anxiety can really impact your ability to function successfully. You know, I mean, this is someone that we know is basically a boggle genius and mm-hmm. she's just so terrified and intimidated and she's doubting herself and she ends up blowing it in this round. She's so nervous she can only come up with one word, which is dang. And sissy... <laughs> laughs at her so hard it is so embarrassing for peggy um she even says dang is not a word (laughs) 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 she's so mean i know jesus like look butthole just because you're insecure you don't have to put it you know when when you're a secure person in your talents and your abilities you don't treat people like that You know, you're kind to them, you're humble, but this fucking butt fuck is so mean to her, and it's just like, you're, you know what, you're insecure, sissy. 
you're the one who's got the insecurities and you're just projecting them right onto Peggy. And that poor woman is taking them on instead of being like, suck my. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Just leave it at taking them on. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. That's the thing with, you know, that saying hurt people hurt people. Right. Yeah. And yes, uh, sissy is being a huge butthole, like a mega turd. And if someone is that mean, it's probably because someone else was that mean to them in their life. And you can, you can, it's kind of nice to have that insight because you know, not to take things personally, like this is how this person was treated. So this is how they treat other people. But at the same time, you don't have to accept that. It's, it's not acceptable behavior. At the same time, fuck you, Sissy yeah, Cobb. You're an adult. <laughs> Although it's please it continue. Like, I don't like bullies. I don't, I don't like bullies either. Right? <laughs> we do find out at the end that maybe she's being bullied by her very husband. Absolutely. We'll, we'll come yes. to that. Oh, mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> I do not envy you <laughs> that you have to edit this episode <laughs> at all. <Woo>! This was <laughs> this was a, this I was know, a doozy. <laughs> I didn't realize how heavy this episode was. I know. I feel like we're just going through some shit personally, and we're like laying it all on this fucking boggle episode. <laughs> you know what? Things in life aren't a guarantee, and when people are mean to you, yeah. you know. <laughs> Hold on, let me get a beer. Sorry. I got two just to be Yay. So after this interaction with sissy peggy blows it in the first round she's so nervous she can only come up with one word peggy ultimately is ranked number 255 out of 256 she's only ahead of one player and it happens to be a boggle playing chicken (laughs) she's devastated (laughs) she needs hank now more than ever and thank god her husband is here to support her in her hour of need Just Just kidding! kidding. (laughs) (laughs) He fucking fails. I mean, he tries. She's crying in her hotel room, and she's just like, I'm so stupid. And he's trying to build her up, and and he gets it in his mind. You know, I'm her coach. Let me channel my high school coach. Let me try and give Peggy the kind of pep talk I would have gotten when I was on my high school football team. And so (laughs) he tries giving her this pep talk but it just ends up being uh loser you're a loser you're fucking worse than dirt you dumb shit i want to kill myself looking at you you piece of shit i hate you you loser loser <laughs> i'm gonna shove dirt in your stupid yeah, loser I wish I was looking at you loser and surprisingly that doesn't <laughs> yeah, help surprisingly this doesn't work on peggy It just makes her more upset, but she pulls herself together and, you know, continues with the tournament. Meanwhile, Hank's buddies show up and they're ready to go to the Mower Expo. They find, they actually arrive to the hotel and find Hank walking around the hotel lobby and he's carrying Peggy's purse. And Mm -hmm. they're just like, oh my God, Hank, are you ready to go to the Mower Show? And at first Hank is like, oh, I can't go. I've got to help Peggy with her tournament. And then they start to kind of tease him and make fun of him they 
they're just trying to get him to change his mind. And Boomhauer says something. He's just like, oh, I get what's going on. Dang old. Like, he makes some kind of, like, whip, like, whipped. Damn it. Yeah. I mean, who the fuck knows what he's saying? But he basically is saying, like, oh, you're whipped by your woman. And Dale, which is one of my favorite quotes from Dale. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Dale's just like, you know, two days ago, you were like a little boy, all excited for the mower show. Now you're this strange man holding a purse. Which is it, Hank? Are you some kind of man? Or are you a little boy? (laughs) (laughs) So good. So well done. I love that joke. I'm still a little boy, damn it. I'm still that little boy. Um, And he ends up bailing on Peggy and going to the mower show. He's had, you know, it's because he's had this like series of being emasculated (laughs) before this lead up. So like, you know, the hotel name is under Mrs. Peggy Hill. So Mr. And Mrs. Peggy Hill. And he's like, I didn't marry Peggy. She married me. You know, like I'm Hank Hill. How dare you? There's the pink shirt that he's having to wear holding Peggy's purse, you know, being so he's, his fragile male ego is being emasculated and this is where it all culminates as his friends are teasing him and like you're pussy whipped and you're you know you now you're holding a purse what's wrong with you come on let's go to this mower show so he's just like fuck you i'll show you who has the biggest dick here i know it (laughs) i have a hard time with it because it's all stuff that wouldn't be an issue if if hank was a woman but right you know he's not a woman he's a man and this is all stuff that he is taking as kind of an attack on him questioning his manhood questioning his manhood i know i know just the fact that he goes to that hotel lobby and he's like i I have a room under hank hill and they're just like "Mm, i don't see that i see i have a room for peggy hill and he's just like yeah hank and peggy hill and the the person at the desk is just like nah it's just peggy hill here and Hank's like, well, I'm her husband. And then the guy's just like, all right, I'll put it down under Mr. and Mrs. Peggy Hill. And this is so offensive to Hank. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, women deal with it all the time. I don't know. Anyway, back at the Boggle tournament, Peggy slowly but surely regains her confidence and rises through the ranks until she makes it into the finals. However, she's horrified when she realizes that in the last round, her opponent is none other than a cackling sissy cab. It's just the two of them again. Peggy's stressed and now she's disappointed because Hank's not there to support her. She can't They're, find him. That's right. She couldn't find him. She has to just do it without him. The round has started and she keeps breaking pencils. Like, I don't know how hard she's pressing on these pencils, but they're breaking. She's stressed. She's stressed. That's true. And she has no coach there to replace her broken pencils with new ones. Um, or her she, broken heart. Oh, Amy. <laughs> the pencils the pencils represent her heart. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And at a certain point she has to chew the pencil up just to sharpen it again. Every once in a while. I know. Badass move. Loved it. Ba- I know. That's that's a boss move. Like fuck a sharpener. I got teeth. Let's I know. Go. Her teeth are covered in lead. <laughs> she's risking lead poisoning to beat sissy Cobb. that's right she has one pencil left it's all down to this one pencil and guess what 
it fucking breaks. Even the announcers like, this is it for Peggy. She's, she's done. She's out. How can she come back from this? And just when Peggy starts to realize that she's done for, Hank arrives with a new pencil. He's realized that he shouldn't be at the Mower Expo. He's come to support her. He gives her a new pencil. And she, uh, Peggy even says, you know, where the hell have you been? And Hank says, it doesn't matter where I've been. I figured out where I should be. And I should be here with you because you're my partner and I love you and I support you and your bottle <laughs> journey. And it's very touching. And he definitely said all of that. <laughs> it was it was implied <laughs> when he gave her the pencil. Yeah. <laughs> Brimming with confidence now, uh, Peggy's totally revitalized. She starts to fuck this game up in a good mm. way. She's writing she a million it. words. Intense music's playing. It's just like... <laughs> picture Rocky running up the stairs. Picture, like, you know, the Eiffel Tower being built in fast motion. Picture, like, fireworks. You know, it's it's all very intense and uplifting. She's doing it. And then the round ends. And Sissy's the first to read her words. And they're all big, fancy words. She's got harpsichord. She's got chinchilla, etc. She gets a ton of points from this and everyone's just like, how's Peggy going to beat that? You know, she's already so far behind. Mm -hmm. There's no way. But then Peggy starts to read her list of words and, you know, they're all really short words, but she has a lot of them. Fish, fishes, slaw, churn, churns. She's (laughs) reading this list of words and she gets almost to the end. She still needs 10 points to win. She has one Ten word left. points. 10 points. One word. Is it possible? I don't know. I've never played Boggle. I, no clue. She needs. She has one word left. She needs 10 points. Sissy comes over and looks at her paper. Like an asshole. Sees. Stay in your lane, sissy. Don't look over someone's... Don't read things over people's shoulders. Okay? It's... It makes them uneasy, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I hate it. Uh, Sissy looks at the paper. The last word says, ain't. And Sissy fucking laughs. Her sissy laugh. She just says, ain't is not a word. I will. (laughs) And that's when Peggy shifts her thumb on the paper. And we realize the last word isn't ain't. It's actually a really big word. It's acquaintanceship. And Peggy says, the word ain't, ain't, sissy cob. It's acquaintanceship. Mm. As in, I'm not pleased to make your acquaintanceship or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what it is. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Peggy wins. Peggy beats sissy and it's, Mm. and she's declared the new Texas State Boggle Champion. The closing scene is Hank kissing Peggy. He was just like, this is like what my coach used to do to us when we won. And he embraces her and like French kisses the shit out of her. Maybe even tickles her butthole. I'm sure that (laughs) happened to Hank. I wouldn't put it past that coach. That coach was wild. You know what? Yay, Peggy! Yay! Yay! (laughs) Applause all around. Everybody, I want all of you to uh, to applaud Peggy the Boggle Champ because she she came back from the bottom. She was only beating a fucking chicken. And then she came and she rose to the top and she kicked Sissy Cobb's stupid ass. 
So suck it, Sissy Cobb. And yay, Peggy. <laughs> yes. It's so empowering to, you know, it's one thing to be on top all the time, but when you have to face failure and you're able yes. to overcome that, that is so incredibly empowering. And, and Peggy did it. Kudos to Peggy. She, kudos to Peggy. She got her ass handed to her the first round. She's devastated, but she doesn't give up. She doesn't give up. She goes back. Me? I would have been like, time to go. That was embarrassing. I'm never coming back again. Yeah, let's and probably as would much never hotel soap and shampoo as we can. Absolutely. And get out of here. Cram as much breakfast sausage into your pockets and let's go. Oh, yeah. I go and get those um, as much. I like to get as much continental breakfast food as possible. And I put it in napkins yeah. and I put it in my pockets <laughs> and I take it with me. <laughs> So that's how the so, episode ends. There is, um, in in the closing credit scene, we see that Bobby and Luann have hired several people to clean up all of the damage they've caused trying to clean the house themselves. And there are all these workmen there cleaning and putting new wallpaper and carpet and just doing all this stuff. And that's when Hank and Peggy show up back home. And they just assume, they see all these people and just assume it's a party and they yell at Bobby and Luann and... And that's how it ends. I like, I know, I love that little scene because I'm just like, Hank, how old do you think these people are? Because these <laughs> these men are clearly 20 plus years old, at least. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, you have school tomorrow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's shaming them. Yeah. Ooh, good job, Jackie. Thank you. That was wonderful. You did a really, I was, I mean, I was on the edge of my seat. Good. I didn't know what was going to happen. I know. Uh, yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot. You know, started from the bottom, rose to the top. It was tense the whole way through. So personally, I think I think before we get into quotes and trivia, I think we should take a little break. Maybe take a little listen to uh, the musical stylings of Rugwench 3000. I think. Has a, little, has a little ditty that they sent us. And I think you will all appreciate it. I think that's exactly what we all need let's just uh relax to the stylings of frog wench they have that everyone welcome back after that beautiful beautiful musical break presented to us by rug wench 3000 our good friend rug wench 3000 and it was mixed and mastered by patch bloomflower thank you patch and rug thank you (laughs) i when i first heard that i was like this is incredible i want a full length album just of this uh and yes i think you all might have noticed the beginning of it is a remastering of when peggy spanks dooley mm-hmm. I- <laughs> which is incredible that is so good i played it for will and i 
watching his reaction just filled me with such emotion because of course at first he was horribly uncomfortable just hearing slow motion spanking and then it went into (laughs) this beautiful remastering of feels so good right by chuck mangione and at the end of it he was just like wow that was incredible (laughs) i know you start with this haunting terrifyingly (laughs) uncomfortable slow motion spanking of a child by an adult woman (laughs) And her just like yelling "ho oh, yeah" in slow motion pleasure, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then we have this beautiful "it feels so good" rendition, and it really did feel so good. So thank you so much for that incredible piece of music. Thank you, thank you so much. That was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so all right. Oh, do we see Ladybird? I don't think we do. Okay. Okay. I don't think we do. All right. Are we doing guest stars? Because there's a guest star. There's a few. All right. So you, you, guest star queen, you go for it. I don't have any like super good details, but guest stars, Amy. So this week we have some guest stars. Uh, Mm -hmm. Now, one of the announcers for the Boggle tournament was named Alexi. And... It was the guy who, I don't know if you remember, it was just like, she's out of pencils. (laughs) Yes, it's one of my favorite parts. No more pencils. (laughs) So funny. And that character is named Alexi, and it's voiced by Toby Huss, which at first I was just like, who the hell is Toby Huss? But yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a a well-known, I mean, all of, I can't. You know, I don't want to say he's legit because every guest star is legit. But, uh, you know, you look at a picture of Toby Huss and you're like, oh, I know who that is. I was trying to find something that could really narrow him down. He's been in the Netflix show Glow. He's been been in a ton of stuff. Um, That's what I know him best Mm -hmm. from. But he's done a lot of voice stuff as well. Um, He's he's very famous and yeah. then sissy cobb's husband was another guest star his name was brent cobb and the actor that played him was david herman i don't know mm-hmm. who this person is as much but uh i know that he was born uh, february 20th 1967 and he graduated from LaGuardia high school you know who he is who have you seen Office Space? No. Isn't that terrible? <gasps> you haven't seen Office Space? Jackie! Oh my god. I can't I apologize, it now. listeners. I've, I've missed my window. It's like, oh, right. No. I, no. No. Listen. No, you have not missed your window. That is such a classic. It's hilarious. All right. Listen to this. I, I hate to admit this uh, because this is also embarrassing, but I didn't watch the Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio until like three years ago. And I grew up with everyone just being like, this is the most incredible. It's so good. It's incredible. And I finally, how did you learn how to masturbate? If you didn't watch that when you were 13, I don't want to go into details, but I learned by accident. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I finally watched that movie after years of people just being like, you have to, it's just, it's, it was such a part of my sexual awakening and it's incredible. I finally watched it, but I missed my window because by that point it was so fucking nineties 
that I was I like, know. this is, I'm, I, I missed it. I, it doesn't, it doesn't translate now, you know? So I'm, no, I'm afraid I know. that's what it's going to be like with office space. No, no way. No way. I totally agree with the Romeo and Juliet. It's Baz Luhrmann, that, that rendition of Romeo and Juliet. It is very like, oh, for the love of Christ. <laughs> okay. We get it, Baz. We get it. But office space is timeless and it's fucking hysterical. I know you'll love it. And he plays a character on it and his name is Michael Bolton. <laughs> He's like, Michael Bolton. I know. He's Michael Bolton from the show, from the movie. And he's so good. He's like, oh, Michael Bolton, like the singer. He's like, no, <laughs> I was named before that no talent ass clown came around. <laughs> <laughs> he's incredible. He's a great actor. Yeah, he's he's hysterical. So yeah, David Herman, he rules. Well, he was also in Idiocracy, which I love that movie. I, I haven't watched it in years. I don't know if it mm-hmm. uh, holds up, but I, I did like it. It's actually way more depressing now. (laughs) It was basically like just predicting what 2019 would be like. Yeah. No, you're right. (sighs) Well, um, another guest star, if it matters. (laughs) (laughs) Another guest star is someone I love. Uh, Sissy Cobb was played by Laurie Metcalf, who I fucking love i'm sure everyone loves laurie metcalf she's incredible an incredible comedic actress so funny of course she's she was on um roseanne we know her as mm-hmm. <laughs> aunt jackie <laughs> my namesake <laughs> she was also in ladybird um <laughs> i'm looking at her imdb she was in uncle buck which i think she just played a girlfriend but what a great movie she's amazing, she's amazing. of course she's on the big bang theory and she is also on this show called getting on with alex borstein and niecy nash and i think it was based on a british Mm -hmm. show um but it 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 was on hbo i think it was only two or three seasons but it was so funny and i love this show too because like a lot of british tv it is funny, but it also really toes the line of being so incredibly awkward and uncomfortable. Um, and she does such a Ugh. great job in that show too. I, I love, I love Lori Metcalf. She's incredible. I love her. And then, of course, our last guest star is Chuck Mangione. Oh, Chuck! He has a little small snippet, which I love. I love it because. I love that little scene where mm-hmm. it's the safety video with Chuck Mangione and he's like, and don't forget, make sure your iron is unplugged and Bobby's watching it and you see him look over at the iron and then he looks back at the TV and smiles at Chuck <laughs> like, yep, I did it. <laughs> it's unplugged. No worries here. <laughs> and that's when he sets his glass down on the table without a coaster and it just leads to chaos in his home. I know. I, you know, but I mean, when I was a kid... I, who gave a fuck about a coaster? I know I didn't. But now that I'm an adult, I'm like, oh my God, where is the coaster? I can't destroy this person's beautiful table. What am I? What? What? I'm just going to have to hold this the whole time. I can't put this down. I guess if I'm being honest, I still don't think about it. So I, <laughs> I really need to. I really need to start thinking about it. I need. I'll be better about it. I promise. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Um. <laughs> All right. Guest stars quotes. Quotes. All right, Amy. Mm-hmm. I gave you some of my favorite quotes. 
what are some of your favorite quotes? So, okay. So there's one, I, I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I've watched this episode, countless, countless times. And I don't know why I've never noticed this line from Nancy, but it cracked me up. It's when she's, you know, after in the very beginning, the very beginning scene where she's like, Peggy, why don't you join, you know, the boggle tournament at the Elks Life? She says, the Elks are having a boggle tournament to raise bail money for their treasurer. <laughs> completely missed that i mean i i only just caught it last night and i was like that's hilarious <laughs> i want to know what that treasurer did i know <laughs> so that's that's definitely my favorite one of my favorite lines in the episode because of course i love the one where dale is what are you some what are you a, a man or are you a little boy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that that voice acting is just perfect on that line it's so good i know i like um another line i like is from min who we don't see too much of Mm -hmm. but um of course right before peggy's leaving for the boggle tournament i i i didn't write it down but min just says something like goodbye peggy hill and peggy's like goodbye and she's like oh where i come from you either win or you don't come back at all Mm -hmm. and then she just kind of gently laughs and she's just like <laughs> good luck peggy hill and turns around to walk away and then turns back and she's like goodbye i know savage <laughs> min is yeah. a savage and i love every savage. second I of love it. it i know she I, and that that's another one another one with min that i love is like you know after peggy's like no pad tie doesn't count uh so looks like you owe me 13 dollars, min and min's like oh well thanks for teaching me how to play boggle uh Maybe I'll teach you how to play Mahjong. And she's like, bring your fucking checkbook. (laughs) 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 Like, hell yeah. Run it on her. (laughs) Any other favorite quotes? So I do have one more. Mm -hmm. Uh, And another Boomhauer quote. I I mean, (laughs) I didn't realize that I loved Boomhauer as much as I do. But it's when he's on the virtual mower. Yes. And he just like screams. He's like, I ain't got no fingers. I know. He cuts his fingers. <laughs> because that's like the most emotion you see out of Boomhauer in almost the entire series. There's like one episode where, you know, it's it's dark. But like that's the most you see out of him where he like yells and is like, oh, my God, I ain't got no fingers. I was struck by that, too. He like screams like meow I know so good so yeah those are my favorite quotes and Boomhauer makes it in again it's good I love I love uh all Boomhauer quotes so we don't you know we don't get a lot of Boomhauer in each episode or throughout the series but whatever we do get is always golden Always. Always good. Should we go into listener comments? I did want to say one thing. Oh, Oh, no. So, Greg, go ahead. So, I did want to just... Okay, before we get into listener comments, there is, like, something that I really loved when they're at the mower convention, and there's Liberace's mower. Yes. What an incredibly dated joke, but I fucking love it, because there's just, like, don't take any pictures, because, you know, Liberace, he... he, I mean, everything was bedazzled. Yes. His genitals, his piano, his mower. Yeah, I mean, so like they take a picture and it blinds everyone. And I just, I love that joke. 
like I said, it's dated, but it's so good. I love that too. I hearing that part too, I was like, this is so random. It's a mower expo and they're somehow squeezing in a Liberace joke. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Just out of fucking left field, but it's a good one. It's a really good one. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I think, Jackie, this might be our favorite segment, listener comments. Listener comments. And uh, we didn't get any submissions this week, but I encourage listeners to submit their own listener comments song. (laughs) You can email any listener comments song to hello at hoyapod.com and just put in the subject listener comments song. That'd be great. (laughs) All right. Jackie, the thing is, is you're just going to have to do it forever. You've started it. It's you do an incredible job. It's yours now. I'll take it on. I'll take it on. (laughs) but I'd love to hear uh, other people do it, but I'm happy to take this on. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Listen to comments. You're listening to comments. I fuck out of You started to reach like dog whistle levels at the end of that. <laughs> Should I do it again? I love it, but do whatever you want. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Listen to comments, yeah, listen. <laughs> you did really good. That beginning one was really good. I, felt, I was feeling it too. <laughs> I, I know, I can tell. You really like melted that one out. <laughs> Woo, okay. All right, last one. God. <clears throat> Listen to comments. You're listening, you're listening for, the for the rest of your life. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. Listener comments. These are comments from the listeners about the episode. So mm. let's get into it. I hope you suffer podcast. Love this one. Oh, come on now. You're still doing better than the boggle playing chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Hank's part of Hank's pep talk. <laughs> yeah. I like um from you mad ninety two, it just says pencils. I know. Pencils. Pencils. <laughs> pencils. Die three teeter kelp. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Diet Dr. Kelp Peggy's nasty ass teeth after chomping on that pencil. <laughs> <laughs> that just shows pure commitment, Diet Dr. Kelp. That's what that shows. I like that their comment. I like that their comment first says Peggy's nasty ass teeth after coming on that pencil. <laughs> and then and then they correct themselves. I'm sorry, chomping after chomping on that pencil. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Diet Dr. Kelp. Redbeard the Viking says, Hank in a pink shirt makes me feel again. (laughs) (laughs) You know, okay, so I'm sorry. This reminds me of something that I wanted to say. So when Hank has to like carry Peggy's purse, I was I was actually kind of impressed by him him actually willing to do it because I 
my dad, when I go, when I used to go like food shopping with him or like we'd go somewhere that has a shopping cart, if he's pushing the cart and you know, as, as most people who use purses, you take it off and you put it in the little place that you would normally put a child because you don't want to carry that fucking big ass thing around. So you put it in there. If you put that in there, my dad will instantly let go of the cart and release it because he cannot be seen pushing a cart that has a purse in it. What? I know. And I, I mean, every time I'm with him, I do it on purpose just to see, like, see this reaction now. And I call him out every time. I'm like, you realize that nobody thinks it's your purse, right? I can't, I can't, I can't push that. It's got a purse in it. It's pathetic. Yeah. You're <laughs> basically bragging like that you're with a, you know, a, a woman or, or, you know, who, I mean, you know, anyone can use a purse, but I feel like if you're yeah. from that generation, no one assumes that's your purse, especially your dad, who's like jacked and covered in tattoos. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like, calm down. Nobody thinks it's yours. And even if it was like, good for you. Yeah. You should have a purse. It, it, they're important. It's practical. It is. All right. I have one from <laughs> a follower What's a follower with one of my favorite names, Crumb Dumpster. I know. I Every time I see it, I'm like, I can't wait to say that I out loud. I love that name, <laughs> Crumb Dumpster. Anyway, here's one from Crumb Dumpster. <laughs> Did Sissy Cobb bring that big honking chair all the way to Dallas with her? <laughs> I love that. One, I love the word honking. Mm-hmm. I say it all the time. But seriously, that giant ass leather chair, bigger than everyone else's. She probably made her husband take it with her and like be like, I need you to. And, and then I love that scene where she's, they're like, oh, guess who you're playing? It's that big chair in front of, and she's like, Sissy Cobb. And she turns it around and empty. it's empty. Peggy turns around this empty giant chair and she comes out, power play, like, oh, you thought I'd be in the chair, but I'm actually right behind you. Oh, another power move. <laughs> uh, Nintari uh, Wizard. Uh, also says Lori Metcalf did a fantastic job as Sissy, Sissy Cobb, supremely talented actress. Couldn't agree with you more, Nintari Wizard. Uh, completely agree. Absolutely, one hundred percent correct. Um, I'm going to read this one just because I really like the username. It's Lizard sixty nine sixty nine. That's the sex number. <laughs> And it just says Sissy Cobb's laugh, which personally I feel a little bit self-conscious about because I know that I have a crazy and slightly offensive laugh. So you don't though. I, That's the thing. But uh, I kind of do. No, you don't. You have a you have an ideal laugh. Like that's what laughs should sound like. It's incredibly infectious. And be, I mean, I'm not gonna invent. Like you feel how you feel, and I'm not gonna invalidate that. Um, by telling you like no that's not what you're feeling but uh, as a listener of the laugh I, I I love it well thank you but I do understand having a weird laugh like sissy cops it's just awful it's so taunting I know um another one I want to say Albert Romero ain't ain't a word mm-hmm. but it makes me laugh because when they're showing it, like w- with Peggy's fingers around it, I thought, is it taint? Because <laughs> it looks like it's going to say taint. Taint ain't a word. <laughs> Sissy, it show enough is. <laughs> Adam Apo 
Adam Apo. Uh, a quote, the mower that cut the grassy knoll. I know, that's great. Uh, oh, oh, but you know what? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry Adam Apo also submitted the quote, 10,000 oil paintings must go. They had these oil painting sales in the 90s all the time. Did they really? They must have. I mean, because that's a very specific joke. It's hilarious. And again, like I said, it just reminds me of a cruise ship. But like, <laughs> Oh, you know what? Maybe they did. I don't know. I was too young. I can't remember. How old are you, Adam? God. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what? He also says, gosh, this person has some good points. A perfect cinematic montage set to 80s music. I agree. Because that whole scene where where Peggy is busting it out, she's winning. Winner, Peggy Hill. Winner, Peggy Hill. And then it gets to the, like that. It's like, oh man, this is shit's happening she's doing it she's kicking ass and then the the montage that or i don't i don't think it's a montage but the scene where she's like competing against sissy cobb at the finals and hank finally shows up and you see everybody like it cuts to hank's face it cuts to peggy it cuts to the timer you know like it cuts to the crowd and everybody's like losing it it's like so good it's so cinematic and intense really great job i like this from studio flynn they say Luann and Buckley's ghost on the trampoline. <laughs> and then they also say just in general, not from this app, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> I know we go, we always get at least one of those every time we ask about this, a specific I episode. It. It's like, yeah, doesn't have to do with this one, but I do still appreciate the comment. <laughs> so any more listener comments? <laughs> nope. That's it for me. How about you? I think that's all of mine. We got a lot of good ones this week, though. We really did. I think that's because, you know, everybody really likes this episode, you know? You you don't dislike Peggy and come on to this podcast and tell us about this episode. That's all I'm saying. It's simply not done. (laughs) All right. Um, You know, I mean, real quick, no Lady Bird, no Dale Ass. No. One of these days, one of these days. It's going to happen. Trivia! Yes! Trivia! Amy, do you have trivia this week? I do. And you know what? Like you said earlier, I've got a backup for your ass because you already called me out on one. And I think you probably already know this one because it's literally the same <laughs> same scene. <clears throat> Jackie. Mm-hmm. Who made Hank's wallet? <laughs> oh, you son of a B! Harley Davidson! Was that one of yours for me? Was that one of yours for me? I have three in the chamber, and that is one of them. Yes. Bring it the fuck on. I feel like Peggy right now. I'm going to claw my way back from the the depths of despair. Bring it on. Which one will I pick? All right. Are you ready for this? Yes. Amy, when Hank and Peggy are driving to Dallas, what exit do they take what <laughs> what the fuck are you? 192 ah no oh really oh no that's not it <laughs> it's exit 23a jesus <laughs> was that was that too hard i cannot i have another one yeah that was a little hard <laughs> <laughs> do you want my other one yes please come all right on. all right <laughs> All right, here we go. What is the name of the hotel that Hank and Peggy stay at in Dallas? Uh, hotel Boggle. 
<laughs> it's the Dallas Grand Plaza. Ah, oh, fuck, man. Well, whatever. <laughs> I knew I'd get you with that exit. You got number. me with all of them. <laughs> it took me. It took me like five times of <laughs> rewinding, and it comes up so quick. It was really hard to see. All right. You know what? This next one, this next trivia that I'm gonna give you is gonna be so deep dick dive like you're gonna be like where the hell did you get that from yeah. you're gonna be like what you're not even gonna know what to do i'm gonna get you on the next one i can't wait <laughs> i can't wait oh you know what speaking speaking of the next episode jackie normally we tell people what it is but i think that we should play a little trick and not tell them but maybe they'll think it's a treat uh-huh i'm sorry if you guys hear my fucking cat hold on <laughs> i love it come on <laughs> harriet so jackie normally we will we you know give everybody a heads up we let them know the next episode that's coming mm-hmm. however i think that we might need to trick them but really it's all for a nice little treat oh (gasps) yeah do you know what i'm talking about i think you do Mm -hmm. are you talking about (laughs) don't say it (laughs) (laughs) a spooky mystery a spooky mystery (laughs) are you intrigued well you should be you should be. It's going to be good. Um, I'm really excited about it. It's going to be an extra special episode. So get ready. Get ready. <laughs> I can't wait. It's just, uh, it's going to be great. It, it is the season. It is the season. Tis the, I was just going to say it's festive. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. On that note, just uh, <laughs> make sure you're getting your spooky, spooky King of the Hill costumes submitted for the contest we don't Mm -hmm. have too many submissions just yet so if you submit to the contest there's a high chance of winning so a really high chance of winning and like it's a really cool prize package seriously like a shirt and pins and all sorts of stuff yeah you know and and that and that figurine of dale like it's awesome like i said i'm going to enter the fucking contest if other people (laughs) don't and i will win so (laughs) i will vote for myself i'm not i'm not above that i will sink to that level so i hope you all join i mean get on it we gave you the perfect jackie gave you an excellent halloween costume that i'm going to do but you can also i guess you could do it too so get your halloween costumes ready tag us tag rock and pins tag the loyal subjects hashtag kot halloween nice and amy any final thoughts for this episode follow us on instagram oh yeah pod check out our patreon oh we have another patreon that i have to say hello to jordan Jordan's joining us for the live podcast. Jordan. So Laura, Laura, you got a friend. That's incredible. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Came out of nowhere. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> Jordan and Laura, we're coming for ready. you. 
coming for you. It's going to be good. I can't, can't wait. wait. I'm so excited. It's going to be good. Yes. And, yeah. you know, everyone, listen, we all fail. And failure is not failure. Failure is an opportunity to succeed, okay? You know, we all, all you have to do is try, put yourself out there, and you can overcome anything, just like Peggy in this Boggle tournament, all right? Yes. The sissy cobs of the world, they've got nothing on you and your tenacity and your your resiliency. You know, you're a Peggy Hill in a world of sissy cobs. You will rise to the top if you just try. That's right. And think about think about who Sissy Cobbs is, too, you know? Yeah, she's a she's a huge asshole. But look mm. at how much her husband was yelling at her at the end of this episode. Anytime someone's yeah. being a complete butthole to you just know that there's probably someone in their background treating them equally as horribly it's not about you yep it's about them okay it's always about them so anywho (laughs) see you guys next week (laughs) one two two three three via con dios oh my god that's the best one we've ever done Are you sure? Because it was wildly off on my end. Oh, see? It was perfect on my end. No, that's fine. You want to try one more time? Yes. All right. We're going to go at this rate. Viacon Dios. Ready? And here we go. Viacon Dios.